Hi, welcome to another episode of Dear Emanuela. My name is Emanuela Rodenberg, and I am a certified dating and relationship coach. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode where we talk about all things love. This podcast focuses on equipping single Christian women with the tools and knowledge they need to choose the right life partner and build healthy, thriving relationships that ultimately leads to marriage. So if that's you, you are in the right place. So this week, I'm continuing a series of talking about five things to look for when you're choosing the right life partner. Last time we talked about step one, which is knowing yourself to the point that you can clearly identify who's going to be a good fit for you. So this week we are moving to step two, which is knowing what you want and need in a life partner. So this one is kind of like a special episode for me because my husband and I, we just celebrated 12 years of marriage. Yes, that is something to be celebrated in a world where so many marriages are falling apart. I thank God every day for just keeping our marriage together, um, thriving, and we're still growing. We still like each other on most days. (laughs) So tonight he is actually here with me. So we're going to be talking about what we've been able to learn over the past 12 years in marriage and some lessons I hope that you can take with you that will help you wherever you are on your love journey. So honey, you want to say hi to the people? Hi people. How are you guys doing? I'm so happy and so honored to be here and uh, to be able to talk to you guys today. Uh, And um, I'm glad to share a little bit of uh, my perspective to, uh, to, to you. Thank you so much, honey, for joining me. It's always an honor when I get to have him here with me. So tonight, we, today, we're going to jump right in it. 12 things we've learned so far in our 12 years of marriage. Actually, Savin came up with this list of his own, most of them. I just kind of added a few things here and there. So we're going to let him start by um, start, uh, start us off. What was the first thing you really learned in 12 years of marriage, Savin? Yeah, and I mean, this is not necessarily in order, but it, it it's just uh, some of those those key things that after such a uh, such a, a great time together, you you realize w- what um, really is important and and uh, what what come what it comes down to. So I think number number one for me, or the first point for me, is expect to be surprised, expect the unexpected. Uh, I think that's a, that's a life lesson. That's not just for marriage, but uh, but for us and for me here for sure. Just just to be open uh, and just don't you know don't put the marriage in the box, so to speak, at the beginning, right? You have these expectations of how it's supposed to be when we go in it. You know uh, the 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 whole um, fairy tale thing. But no, I think that's it, it. For me, it's just just to be open to surprises, to be open to things that you didn't expect out of it. And and I think if you, if you if you do have that, then you, you you have you enjoy that journey, uh, um, without too much of a stress. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Expect to be surprised. Expect the unexpected. Because I know when you're first starting off in a relationship, you have all these things of what you think is going to be like, what you hope. You have all these plans. But life is, what is it? Life is what happens when you're busy making plans. So definitely not 12 years. We had some surprises. But I think it's not necessarily what happens to you in your relationship. It's how you embrace change, how you're able to grow 
and um, whatever challenges that you happen to come mm. through in a marriage. So I think that's been a real test for us in our marriage. We had some definitely some unexpected, but I think for us, I think I think a lot of couples go through things, some hard things, and I think one or two things happen. Either they pull you closer together or they tear you apart. And I think thankfully, when we've gone through our hard times and our challenging time in our marriage, I think it has grow. It has um, helped us to grow closer together as a couple. So I'm definitely thankful for that and definitely expect to be surprised what's number two well, number two is uh, never take your relationship for granted never um i think that's um hopefully something that i i, I can continue to to have as, as a mantra for the next 12 24 uh years to come because it, it's it's just so important not to um to rest on it right this with any any relationship but especially with our, our marriage it's just to in, in enjoy the moments, to enjoy your partner, to uh, but also to never um, never make it a um, a habit. A habit, or exactly, never make it as something that's it's just there, and you can just expect it to be there, and not right, right. And you have to, I mean, it's that, that you always have to work on it. That's really what what's behind it. Always, every day, it's it's new and renewed, which is great. But you always also have to work on it. Yeah, never take your relationship for granted. I think sometimes you can take your partner for granted, knowing that just the everyday of life, the business, you just kind of take each other for granted, always knowing that they're gonna be there. Just, but it's nice to be appreciate it. It's nice to be affirmed, to let the person know I'm thankful that you are in my life. Uh, I thank God for you and just show love and kindness and just continue continue to um, to expand and, and build on the things that, that brought you together in the first place. So definitely not taking your relationship for granted. And I kind of, and I think that leads right into the next one, which you kind of mentioned is enjoy the moments. Yeah, enjoy the moments uh, and enjoy the, the little ones uh, and the big ones, right? Because uh, um, yeah, I think again, um, day to day, um, just you're in it. The the ride is really the, the what's part of it, right? The, the uh, how to say it's it's what you, you live together every day and every minute with your partner that you just in, in, enjoy that. And, and there's tough times, obviously, and you can't enjoy every second of it. I'm not saying that, but but just um, that that you. Um, don't look back 10 years later and say, well, what just happened? And time flies. And I, I really, we were so busy with work. We were so busy fighting with each other. We were so busy trying to build something here or to do this there. And, and what happened with our relationship? We haven't developed or anything. So, so really part of, part of not falling in us is enjoying the moments together um, on a like, daily basis. Yeah. I like that one, enjoy the moments. Yes. The next one is, I love this one. I'm going I'm to let you read that one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a tough one uh, for us guys. Sometimes it's treat her better than yourself. I think if you treat her better than yourself, then, um, you know, then, then nothing can go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> happy wife. Happy, happy wife. Happy, happy life. life. Uh, yeah, I, it, it sounds cliche and it sounds like uh, if you know, first first thing when I, when I wrote it down, it was like, hmm. Uh, it, it, let's be real here, but uh, and, and this is not realistic. Or, or are, are you for real? But I, I think I am for real because I think, and and that's part of being a, a god, a, a god, what did I say, a godly husband, right? <laughs> um, but but uh, trusting in God for me is also that I that I have to put myself uh, not first um, and 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 be a servant 
to my family and a servant to my wife. And that comes that I, that I put her before a lot of times before my needs. Yes, yes, I love that. And you and you do a great job doing that, honey, making me feel like um, that you value me. You treat me very well. So thank you so much for doing that. The next one is apologize, mm. don't make excuses. And that was one that you came up with. So what were you thinking when you wrote that one? We all make mistakes and nobody's perfect, right? And, um, but I think we, uh, we tend to have the habit, uh, and that's just human, that we, we try to make excuses, blame others on uh, what happened, blame the circumstances, blame things. And uh, when we forget uh, the anniversary or forget to bring a, a flowers or those are just the little things. But, but I think, I think um, we, our spouse cannot expect us to be perfect and in and a, and a, and a good health relationship, we, we understand each other will make mistakes. So that's okay. So it's okay to apologize, but I think it's not okay to make excuses and try to you know, find, find someone, something else, someone else to blame for it. So if you've done something wrong, own up to it. Uh, say hey, I'm sorry. Um, I really should have done better here, or something like that. And and even you know, if it's maybe not, if there were other circumstances or whatever, still own up to it. And I think uh, your spouse will take that uh, much better than you trying to uh, go around and try to figure out, find out, find out excuses. Absolutely, I love that. I don't like excuses. If you own up to it, apologize. Something happened. Take ownership. Um, so I really like that one. <clears throat> Yeah, and the next one um, is kind of the, the, the other side. The flip I guess. side to that. <laughs> Don't hesitate to forgive her. Uh, uh, grudges not allowed. Mm-hmm. I said that. Um, uh, so, so, yeah, same, the other side. So if you get an apology from her, uh, then please forgive her and, and, and don't hold grudges. I think that's a really big one. I think my character is is fairly easy. I, I don't really hold grudges. I know not everybody is the same, but but I think that's 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 really an important one for me because because again we're all human. We all make mistakes. Sometimes in the heat we have a fight, we have an argument, but you, if you hold a grudge and you just build up and, and you just start to resent the person. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely love that one. Um, it's part of growth in a marriage, and I think there's no room for grudges because grudges ultimately lead to resentment and I think that's like a a big poison in a marriage because once the resentment kicks in and you know you start your heart your heart start to harden towards your partner and it just really leads down to a dark place so forgive and move on and try to handle conflicts as 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 quickly as they arise I think that's one thing we've been able to do in our marriage like we don't hold grudges something's going on mm-hmm. we try to fix it right away and don't let allow it to linger in the marriage because the longer that it lingers the more damage it can do so definitely apologize forgive don't hold grudges and move on the next one is yeah accept your spouse as they accept your spouse as they are they are not perfect so he tries to accept me as i am um, knowing that I'm not perfect and I'm going to make mistakes and I'm going to mess up sometimes and giving each other grace, which is very important in a relationship. Except your partner, as, as you know, there are things I'm sure that I would like for him to change, but ultimately I have to accept him as he is. You know, when you meet someone, I always say, look at them on their worst day, the, the thing that bothers you about them the worst. 
and you're hoping they will change, but you have to mm-hmm. tell yourself, if yeah. they never change, can I still live with them? Can I still accept them? Can I still love them? Can I still build and grow with them? And if the answer is no, then you really need to take some time and reflect and step back and really reconsider if this is the person you want to spend your life with. So don't go in it with the assumption that you're going to change this person because chances are nine, nine times out of 10, they may not change. So don't bank on them changing bank on them not changing. <laughs> and if they happen to change, it's a bonus. So, But if you go in it with the fact that you accept them as they are, so whether they change or not, you can still have a loving, thriving relationship. The next one, uh, very important, make sure you have lots of patience. Why? Why? Right? <laughs> Why we need patience in a relationship? Yeah, I think I think that's a no-brainer, right? I think we all uh, could use a little bit more of that uh, in any relationship, and for sure in a, in a, in a marriage, it's it's very important. Um, I think we have to have patience with each other because we're, as we all know, from different planets, men and women, and and we all have we have different characters, and especially as a guy, for me, it, it, we have to give our wives patience. Um, we have to have patience. We, we need to we need to control our emotions uh, a lot of times and just give her grace, give her pay, and have the patience to for her to come around. Sometimes she needs she needs more time to work with with the emotions. We we guys are quicker uh, to to plow through things and then move on. Uh, at the same time, the woman's still working on things and we we're just don't understand why she's still upset with us. It's just, just as an example. And, and I think all these things, it, it, patience is, is, a, is, a, is a virtue here in, in, uh, in the relationship. Absolutely. Have patience with each other. Have patience with yourself. Thank you for acknowledging that. Sometimes we as women, we just need a little bit more time to get over things. We hold on to things a lot longer. Men are just ready to discuss it. It's solved, ready to move on. And and sometimes we need days to get to process what happened and truly try to understand it and make sense of it. And just men have to be patient and allow us to go through our own processing time and just trying to figure out what happened and give us that space to to be able to move beyond that. So definitely, you definitely need patience. Lots of it in a marriage for sure. Yes. The next one is know what a love language is. I think mm-hmm. you guys heard about that too. Um, just just to understand her uh, better, her side of it, what, what really, um, what would... How I desire to be loved. Exactly. How you desire to be loved. What do you receive, right? What, best in the sense of... of serving or gifts or, or what what is the thing that that helps her most from 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 her spouse yes absolutely I, I love that i think you do such a great job just knowing my love language and loving me in that i think i had a whole conversation about that earlier today it's just really knowing um, your spouse love language because sometimes you can be putting a lot of effort into loving them but if that's not the way they desire to be loved then that can cause a lot of frustration in the marriage so definitely take the time to really find out how your partner desires to be loved and take time to study it and find out and find ways that you can love them in that way so that that's a really good one honey next next listen um 
she doesn't always want solutions. She wants someone to talk to. Uh, it is true. It is true, guys. I tell you, it is true. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because this was this was this one one that you really took a long time for you to understand that one. And it's hard because we guys are, t- are just really hardwired to go out and fix the stuff and uh, you know uh, send rockets to the moon and solve pro- world problems and. And and then we come home and uh, it's it's just hey sit down and can you just, just I just want you to listen to me that's that's all I want and and we just want to jump up again and go and you know two hundred miles an hour but that's that's not really what they really want to want from us and it, it is it is you it is such an old wisdom and it's it's still such a difficult one to learn for us guys but yes it is true and I've I've worked on it but. Uh, yeah, it took me 12 years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. We don't always want solutions. Sometimes we just want you, we just want to vent and just know that you're hearing us and just let us pour out what's in our hearts and just, we just someone to listen and just say, okay, and then you don't have to have the answer. And I think men think that women want them to have solutions to their problems. And sometimes we just need you to listen. So definitely listen. Next one. Oh, did I mention patience? <laughs> Yes, you did, but it's worth mentioning again. It's worth mentioning, mentioning again. twice. Twice. Yes, patience, patience, patience. It's so important. Yeah, and I think the reason that is because in 12 years, we're not the same people that we were 12 years ago. And I think as you're growing and evolving, you know, we were just two single people just traveling, living our best lives, and just having total freedom. And now we're married with two kids and mm-hmm. with jobs and a house and so much more responsibility. So you definitely have to have patience with one another as you go through different phases of life and you're growing, you discover new things about yourself and just have patience and make sure, one of the things I always say that not only are you growing as individuals, but you're also making it a point to grow together as a couple so that you still have common interests, common goals, so that way you still have things in common even though you are changing and evolving. So definitely more patience. So the next one is is uh, uh, basically the next step of something I said earlier. This one here is never give up on your relationship. As earlier I said, never take your relationship for granted. And this one is never give up on your relationship because it, it, is, it is hard work. Uh, be, be honest, be real. It is hard work. It is stressful sometimes. Uh, and and it, it requires uh, our, us to be all in and as guys yeah. it does does that too so if you don't if you know you said the vows and commit uh, you know uh, for the rest of your life so uh, the, the, you can't give up and, and I think you have to have to continue that drive that willingness to to do that and to put all your all your 100% into that relationship yeah, never give up. And I love what you said. You have to make sure that you're all in because if you're halfway committed, then you're not going to survive marriage. You have to be all in and you have to take the vows that you that you said really seriously and they have to mean something to you because otherwise when the just life hits you, you're, you're not going to survive because if you don't have a solid foundation, you, you will give up on your marriage. So definitely make sure that you have a solid foundation before you even enter marriage. So when the hard times come, you won't give up and you'll still be left standing. All right. And here's the, the 12th one. I said earlier, not in order, but this is definitely the, the crown, the, the last point and uh, the top point. Make, feel, make her feel she is uh, your number one priority. Uh, well, actually, I have to modify that. It really should say her number two priority. And you know, what? Number two? Yes. Number two, she only comes after God for me. 
and uh, she should come and she does come above everything else children um, our parents TV PlayStation food friends uh, the nice car in the garage no your wife should be uh, right after right after God she should be your, your first priority um, and I, I think that sometimes uh, we forget about that uh, in the in when it's stressful but um, always remember that and then everything else should fall in play, into place yeah absolutely I love that he said make her feel like she's your number one priority and I think and no like you said numbers your number two priority but I feel the same way it's also making your husband feel like he's your also your priority after Christ um, making sure that he knows that and that's going to be very important because you know even especially when you start having children it's, it's really hard sometimes yeah. because you have these innocent beings that you love so much and they depend on you and it's easy to put them above your marriage but I I, I always say it I, I just read something and it always stuck with me the greatest gift that you can give to your children is to have a healthy thriving marriage because that's where they're getting all their lessons from life that's where they can thrive and really be confident and just learn a lot from what they learn in the home from your reaction with your from your reaction reaction with your interaction with your spouse so make sure that you are really focusing on your rate on your marriage and your relationship because that's the biggest lesson they will take away after they're they leave your home they're not in your presence so definitely so those are our 12 things that we've learned in 12 years of marriage and i'm glad honey that you said at the at the end um, you know, the first thing, you know, which we didn't talk about is really putting Christ first. That is really the glue that holds it all together. That is our number one. That 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 is why we are each other's number two priority. But the number, th- number one is really putting Christ first at the center of the marriage so that he is the one that that we are accountable to before we are even accountable to each other. The one that we have to see how, how would Christ react? Is, is this pleasing to God and making him the center in our, of our marriage, which has allowed us to have the 12 successful years of marriage and that we'll continue to grow strong and God willing, we'll have many, many more years together. So these are our 12 things as we've, that we've learned so far. And as we continue to learn and grow, as most people do, as most marriages do, I will continue to share with you here on the Dear Emanuela podcast because what I teach here are not things that I've read in textbooks. Yes, I've read things in textbooks. I've talked to other couples and just I'm always learning, but I always learn from my own personal journey of marriage and raising a family. And those are the things that I, I'm sure to share with you firsthand so they can, as I learn, I'm, I want to share so you can also learn and grow with me. So thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Dear Emanuela. If you're not currently subscribed to my Wives in Training, I have a Facebook group that you can definitely log into. It's free. Wives in Training in the Facebook group. Definitely join the community where we'll be able to continue the conversation. Please share the podcast with anyone you know that will benefit from this information and just learning how to build a thriving um, relationship. So definitely be sure to follow me on all social media at DearEmanuela.com. And I also have an online 
class on the five steps that we're going to be talking about in the next few weeks. So if you are interested, it's an online class where you can get the video series where I go in depth into the five steps to being able to choose the right life partner, which is very crucial if you're going to have a lasting relationship. So be sure to check all that out. You can get the links on my Instagram bio at Dear Emanuela. So be sure to follow and stay tuned for the next episode where we will go into step three in being able to choose the right life partner. Thank you again so much for tuning in and I'll see you on another episode of Dear Emanuela.